Welcome to Speaking Life with Kania P, a community where we promote growth and not perfection. I'm your host, Kania P. I'm a certified life coach and life blogger who simply wants the world to show more compassion by understanding and respecting the differences in opinions, belief systems, and lifestyle choices. I'll be speaking about any life topics going on in the world and giving my point of view on how I believe we can implement growth in everything that we do. Please join me as I promote more growth and less perfection. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us in another great episode of Speaking Life with Kania P. Of course, I'm your host, Kania P, and I do have a special guest today, Mr. Lante Butler. How you doing today, Lante? I'm good, Miss Perry. How are you? Good. I am so I am so great. So um introduce yourself to the people today, Lante. I I really wanted you on for this topic. I feel like you're a great person to give your um wonderful perspective on this particular topic the struggles of a christian man so tell us a little bit about you before we get started if you don't mind oh i'll be uh, more than happy to do that thank you so much for inviting me to your show i really really appreciate it uh hi everyone my name is lante butler i am 38 years old um i'm from i'm from mississippi but i currently reside in dallas texas i have three boys that um are my life and my everything and Every day I just live my life like um, like I want people to see me as. Not when they see me, they see me, but I want them to see God. I want them to see what God has done in my life. So every day that's what I try to do. Try not to let people see me, but see the God in me. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think we all should strive to do that. And that's what we all are. Well, I'm not going to say we all, but I think we should all strive to do that at least. Right. So um, I'm, I'm so happy to have you on here. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like you was a very special person to speak about this topic with, because I know that you tried to do that from the first time I met you to now. It's been the same. Um, <clears throat> and showing that type of love for one another. So Again, the topic is called The Struggles of a Christian Man. I wanted to talk about I, this topic for, for a couple of reasons, Lante. Okay. Um, first off, I wanted to give others the insight of what some men may experience from the perspective of a man. You know, I can't right. tell you what I can only say what I think you all are going through, but I can't really right. say it. So you're giving your perspective of what some men, and of course you can't answer for everybody, but right. um, you can give a perspective of what you go through in your words um, right. in hopes that we can kind of just develop some type of unity. Right. Um, you know, cause I feel like a lot of times on social media is always, oh, the women should do this to keep a man or vice versa, or what the men should be doing. It's not a lot of unity. It's always um, something alone. Yeah, division, exactly. Yeah. Um, I do feel like, Lante, most men really do try their best with what they're given. And, you know, you, you guys want to be acknowledged for the hard work and things that you all do well as well. In, in right. addition to the things that you do wrong, so right, I do right. want to take out a time, take out the time today to, you know, give back to the men and just talk about some of the things that you all go through, with hopes that you know, since I do have a lot of women audience, maybe we can just change our perspective just a little bit on just being too hard on. And I'm speaking to myself as I as I talk as right. well, you know. Um, and also, I wanted to do this topic because I do feel like the men need some empowerment and a lot of compassion as well. You know, True. you guys are 
from young boys are taught not taught not to cry in most right. cases and right. um you know not to show your feelings and your emotions and stuff and it's like to me that's 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 a set up for failure um you should be giving the room to express yourself mm-hmm. you should be giving the room to show emotions if that's what you need to do and right. i didn't say want to do it if you need to do it you know sometimes um young boys and men needs to you know be vulnerable and show emotions and i don't feel like enough men feel safe enough to do that so that was another reason i want to talk about it just to get the conversation going with some of the struggles you all go through um and so that we can just open our hearts up as women to just show a little bit more compassion for you guys are you up up with that on time yeah yeah can i add something to what you said oh absolutely so And I agree with everything that you said, but I think that the one thing that uh, people have to realize is there is no guide on what a man should be or how a man should be. That's all societal. So I think that most people put the the projection of, well, you're supposed to be this type of person and you're supposed to do this as a man and you're supposed to do this. I think that being a man should be whatever you feel comfortable with doing. That's not that's outside of what God deems as as permissible. You get what I'm saying? So I think that 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 should be one of the things that men should take into account like i don't have to be what society tells me to be i don't have to, i only have to please god not man so That's whatever right. guideline that i feel like is is permissible to god should be should be the same for me so i, I that's what that's my take on it and i absolutely agree with that i love how you put that absolutely love it because sometimes it can be hard for you all you know you you all are you <laughs> We always talk about the many hats that women wears, and I'm and we do. I'm just gonna be right. honest. We do. We are. We super women. We can do a lot Absolutely. of things at one time. So not discrediting um, my sex at all because I know what we do, and I know we are right. powerful. And right. women really do run the world. You know, I was listening to that song on the way to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking up the song. So guys, I'm not trying to shade the girls, you know, but we already right. know this stuff. We already know we the bomb.com. So right now, yeah. it's not um, about us. It's not about right, us right. today. It's about the men. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, um, Lante, if you don't mind, just to kind of just, like I said, get an idea of what you personally go through. And maybe okay. some men out there that listens to it or will listen to this episode and maybe like, don't worry, I, I relate with that. And, you know, maybe able to learn some things from you on how you can handle some things as well. Okay. Right. Okay. All sure. right. So walk me through the life of a godly man. Um, do you have some challenges? I know you have challenges. So what, what are some of the challenges do you experience sometimes um, on a day-to-day basis? Um, being set apart. I think that to me, that is one of the struggles. I Like, of course, we are supposed to be in the world, but I mean, but not of the world. You get what I'm saying? So be in Absolutely. the world, but not of the world. And, and trying to separate yourself, especially when you you formed a bond with somebody, right? So you have a great connection with them or a, a, great, a great relationship with them. And sometimes what they do is outside of the scope of what you do. So using that separation to say, okay, well, I still love and you're still my friend, but yet putting that separation into you where you are not you're not causing division between myself and God, my relationship with God. To me, we struggle with that. Like men struggle with that because, um, because I mean, because we, 
with me, I, I, I deal better with women, right? So I, I cling more to women than I do to men. I don't know why that's how I've always been. I'm better friends with women. So if it's a person that's not really going in a direction that I see my life going for myself, especially if I'm connected to them, it's hard for me to pull myself away because I because my heart won't let me sometimes because I feel like that person is going to need me. And sometimes you can't be available in the capacity that they need you to be because that's going to take away from what God is trying to do for you. And I, I struggle with that. Oh, you speaking to you speaking to my heart. So that tells me right there from um just that perspective of what you're speaking of. We're not too different because I go not through the all. same exact thing um, when it comes to that. I was actually just talking to our mutual friend about that just um, right. on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. How much, right. That's crazy how much we do think alike. Um, especially in regards to that it is hard right. when you know that you have it in you to help someone out but it's a struggle for you and you feel yeah. like sometimes if you're helping someone out in the way that they need you to you're kind of um giving up yourself in a lot of ways that sometimes you yeah. just don't have the energy or the strength to do and it just sometimes right. it takes you back to a place that you don't want to go Absolutely. so i totally um can relate to that so that's awesome to hear that point of view and to know that we do have some things in common so ladies y'all hear that right y'all go through that and the men <laughs> go through that too <laughs> well I will say this about myself now I wasn't raised around men so that may you know that may play a part in that as well right. I was raised around all women so my perspective is not generally like most males so we can take that to, into account too right and the same for me you know we talked about that right. before um i do the same as well i'm my best friend growing up my whole life my entire life was my cousin and he's gotcha. a male um right, we're right. only a few months apart so i just feel like i understand men a lot and right. so a lot of times women are kind of hard on them about stuff that they're naturally to do um because you know <laughs> I, I was laughing about this on my way home because I knew we had to do this episode and I was just like, you know, I really this podcast was supposed to happen a while ago, but it happened today for a reason because I need this message for myself um, right. just as bad as everybody else who's listening because I can be hard on my men as well, you know, and I ain't talking right. about men like I'm gambling, like I'm juggling men, I'm talking about my husband and my son. Right, Um. Right. And sometimes I'll be like, I know they can't be that slow. But then I had to think about it. Oh, girl, they are that slow. Huh? Man, listen, you ain't supposed to know everything you know. Just chill out. Just, you know, woo-sai for a moment and, and do what you need to do for these men, honey. So, yeah, I have to check myself a lot having two men in the home. So, when it comes to temptation, and I'm so curious about this. Do you ever feel bad when you give in to temptation, meaning you do some stuff you know you ain't supposed to, you know your mama taught you better, and you do it anyway? Do you ever feel bad afterwards? Immediately, especially when I, when you get the unction when you're before you do it, and God sends a a way to get you out of, then you do it anyway. That that makes you feel even worse. Like it, and you'll know when you're about. Like my thing is, I try to not to put myself in a situation where I know that I won't, I won't, I'll give in. So if you don't put yourself in it, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. You won't do anything wrong. Now that doesn't always work either. Cause you know, we know who we're up against. We know that the devil is, he's cunning. But my thing is I try not to put myself in a situation where I know that it's beyond my control. And what I say that some things we can't control, only God can. Right. Ooh. It's some urges. It's some urges that you have or that you're doing, that you're dealing with that only God can take that away. I had to learn that at a young age. So what I try, if it's anything that I know that I struggle with, 
I'm not going to put myself in a situation because I don't know if I can control myself in that in that environment. Oh my gosh. You literally about to make three tears to my eyes because it's so much, it's so crazy how alike we are in that way as well. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. It, because I, I, a lot of men I, don't think about that. I, I tell men all the time, don't put yourself in situations that you know you, because I understand that life happens. Like, right. I understand that sometimes you put yourself in a situation you can't control it. So I just try not to put myself in those situations because I'm human. Right. And right. it's not that right. I think I'm better than um, most men or most women who give in to certain type of temptation. It's just that I, I try so hard to um, separate myself from those things. And when I find myself right. in a mess that I don't need to be in, I quickly um, abort mission. Because right. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't trust myself in every situation. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, and that's the truth right there, man. That is truth. I also, it, it's just sometimes, man, I had to learn that. Well, I, I had to learn myself, too. And I know that I'm better when I watch other people go through things because I know what not to do. Oh, yeah. If I And I'm, I'm a visual learner, too. Not, not that I can't learn any other way, but I'm a visual learner. If I see it, okay, I know what happens when you do this. So let me avoid this. So I had to learn that about myself too. Once you learn yourself, you'll know what's good for you and what's not good to you. That is so true. You got me just smiling because every time you say something, I'm like, this, this, is this the male version of me? It's so <laughs> <laughs> I told you God God connected us for a reason. I told you that. <gasps> you did. And I'm just like, wow, I'm not expecting some of these answers, but man, this is, this is for some good conversation. So I hope you guys listen, ladies. If you listen to this, send it to a man. Seriously, send this episode to a man. Not trying to, you know, how some men are. Not trying to tell them what to do, right, but right, right, just right. to give them a different perspective in how um, you conduct yourself when you're trying to live righteously. You know, you're just trying right. your best. This is no no episode about perfection. Y'all know my motto is growth over perfection. So this is not saying that I have Lante on here because I feel like he's perfect. No, this is just to talk about the struggle. The title of this is The Struggle. So that means that even though Lante is aiming to live as a righteous man of God, he still struggles. And he, yeah. this is just his way of of um, working through certain things. So this this is really going to be a good episode. So please, girls, send it to every man you know if you can. So next question. Um, let's see. Let me see how I want to word this question. Do you feel like Christian men should be held to a higher standard, or should they be expected to just make mistakes as well? Because I have my own point of view on that, but I, I want to get yours as well. Um, I, I feel like I feel like Christians should be held at a higher esteem. The reason why I say that is because if if it was just a man that was doing that had no guidance from God or no leadership from God, then you can't expect him to strive for perfection. But if you got a person that says that he's redeemed by the Redeemer, that means that he is corrected of his imperfections or striving for correction for his imperfections, then he should be different. He shouldn't still be the same. Now, I'm not saying that people won't make mistakes, but what I'm saying is a mistake is like a decision to make a mistake is a choice. And I, I, I know a lot of people won't agree with that, but you thought about it before you did it. 
right? Mm-hmm. So you made a decision to go through with it. So that's a choice. That's not a mistake. Um, like now I can see if you just you were walking through a store and you knocked something over. Okay, now that was probably a mistake. You didn't mean to do it. You didn't think about if you're going to hit it before you did it. But a but an action that you thought about prior to doing is a choice. That's not a mistake. So I I feel like a, a man that is in God and he has a position of power in God. He shouldn't continue to make the mistakes because I feel like that's where a lot of a lot of people lose faith in, 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 in God. They lose faith in Christianity because they say, well, how am I supposed to be following you and you're not even doing what's right? So God must not be real because if he redeemed you or he chose you to be over us, then you're doing what I'm doing. So there's no reason for me to come into church and give you my money. And that's mm-hmm. how they look at it. That's, that's no reason for me to come into church and follow you because you're doing what I'm doing. We're the same. We're in the same. And that's why I feel like men should, like people of power in the church should be held in a different esteem. Right. Well, let me tell you my point of view, and I and I agree with everything you said, and I'm going to tell you what I thought before this episode and how you was able to change my perspective today. Um, what I thought before this episode is that, hey, y'all, y'all stop being so hard on the people when they make mistakes. I don't care if they're a pastor or not. They, they're going to make mistakes, too. No one is perfect. Um, however, the way you just broke it down, it sounds like what you said, and you correct me if I'm wrong, because I was trying to um, inhale everything that you were saying. So you basically what I think you said is, now, if it's just a mistake, then you can understand, because everyone makes mistakes. But right, if you are right. consciously out here doing things that you know you're not supposed to do, but you're also a leader, then that's when the problem comes in. Absolutely, because that's a choice. It's a choice. So so it's, it's a, a difference between a mistake and bad mistake choices. And a choice. Absolutely. Okay. I totally agree with that. And I did not even think about it in that way. Um, that's why perspective is ever everything. Because Absolutely. um Yeah. So now another thing, you know, we have this and this 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 show is not just for black people. But I do right, want to right. talk directly to the black people for a moment because that is the majority of the audience. Um, right. You know, there's a stereotype in the black community about counseling um, and how, you know, your dame is crazy if you don't seek counseling. Um, do you believe in counseling or do you believe do. that you should only trust in God and believe God I, for those? I, I do. I, I've actually been to counseling a couple of times. I, I believe that God can provide provisions, but I also believe that sometimes God gives you word through other people. So right. to say that oh, to say that only God will fix my problem is limiting God, who God is. Sometimes Ooh. God isn't God isn't in, in, in the physical form like us. Right. So he isn't like us. So sometimes he may not get through to you because he keeps showing you these same things every time, every time, and you keep missing it. But you may be sitting right next to a person that can, that has your attention that you can take their word and they can give you something that's directly from God. And you will take it because you can see it as tangible, right? You can see it. So I, I believe that sometimes we can get a perspective from other people that's not God. Now, a lot of people may not agree with that, but I, I certainly believe in counseling. I think that they can give you a different sense of where you are. Uh, they can help you get to a place to where, especially if you're in a dark place or if you're in a place of uncertainty, I think that they can definitely help you in that sense. They can give you a different perspective because sometimes we are our own worst enemy. And, right. and, and in those moments, you need somebody that can help you see you in a way that you don't see you. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. I agree with everything you said once again, Lante. Um, I have been a product of, of counseling as well, still in, still in therapy, to this day honestly um 
and it has been a you know in addition to seeking the word and developing a relationship with God and meditating and exercising and thinking positive thoughts in addition to all this other great stuff you know therapy has played a um, vital role in the transformation of my life but you know I still have a whole lot more growing to do but um I'm definitely glad that I did it that's something that I I honestly I tell people all the time on tape I really wish I can afford to have a counselor for the rest of my life I want to try to add it in my budget like Absolutely. I want to go to counseling. Like when I'm having a a bad day or a bad week or I'm I'm backsliding for whatever reason, I want someone that's gonna hold me accountable and get my life back in order. So um, right. I totally believe in it, and I definitely encourage any and everybody who was struggling with um, depression, anxiety, um, anything right. actually, anything that that don't feel right with you. Therapy is actually a really, really good solution in addition to, you know, seeking God and his word and all that great stuff. Right. I'm, I'm, can, I, can I ask? I'm going to tell you what I, how I view therapy. I view therapy like a relationship. God wants us to have relationships, right? There, every true. relationship is not the same. So I view uh, therapy as a relationship. It's, it's a relationship that's, that's of course, it's not, it's not sexual. It's not romantic, but it's a relationship about um, consistency because they're always consistent. It's a relationship about uh, viewpoints. And also a relationship about standards or where you where you view yourself and the standard that you set for yourself. So it's just right. a fostering of a relationship. I absolutely agree. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, when you said the word relationship, it reminded me of the word divine connection. And I absolutely. remember I started my um, with a new doctor in January of last year and I just um, had my blood pressure medicine switched over. And the lady um, that, that I was at at the time, she was a nurse practitioner, and she was talking to me about anxiety and things like that. And she was like, if my dad had not been through an episode where he experienced anxiety so many times where they constantly thought he was having a heart attack, I wouldn't understand it. And she was just explaining to me how a lot of doctors don't understand it, like primary doctors, because they're not familiar with it. And right. so after she changed my medication, <clears throat> I started with this new doctor and 95% of the the um, appointment every time that I go to him is always about feeding into each other's spirit. And I remember right. him telling me, um, Miss Fair, we, you, you know, you being here and me being your doctor, that's a divine connection. Um, that was ordained by God. So don't think that you're here for a reason. Don't think that we're here speaking life into one one another's life is by accident. You are Absolutely. here for a reason. We can relate with each other for a reason, and we you know we're able to uplift each other for a reason. Like we're the, we're a divine connection. So yeah, the therapist is it's a divine connection as well. And I'm so glad that he broke it down to me like that because here I am. I'm thinking divine connections when it when it only comes to friends. I'm not even thinking about it outside of that. You know, your doctors right. and, you know, your lawyers and your um right. your hairstylists, you know. Right. Hairstylists, they have a calling too. They you in their chair right. and they you speaking, you know, you telling all your business to them. So it's so <laughs> many things out there. Even the mail carriers, so many right. um jobs and just so many things that you do in life and people that you cross even if it's a business partner or divine connection. So I agree with that. Your therapist is a part of that. 
um, divine connection. So I, I totally agree with that. So, oh, this is gonna get a little. What you said on your <laughs> your episode loaded. <laughs> loaded. I, I'm so sorry in advance for this question, but I just want to know how do you feel right now as a black man in America with all of these headlines and all of this racism and it's like it's hard for me to even ask this question because I have a black son right. and uh, this episode is so necessary man I didn't even realize how necessary it was until I got to this question this episode is so necessary because at times I feel as though black men have to fight for their lives everywhere. From their homes to growing up as a young boy to their homes as, you know, as a husband or a boyfriend. And then they have to go out and fight the world. The world. And um man, that's that's real heavy, man. I didn't know it was gonna be that heavy it coming is. out. Uh, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just me. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I got this bold question. I just wasn't expecting all this to come out. But how do you feel as a black Christian man living in America? Still faced with the racist ass, knowing that you could possibly be a target, your sons can possibly be a target. How do you like? How do you feel about that? My the one thing that I'll say uh, is I'll start off. I'll say that my protection for my boys only goes so far. It's right. only certain things that I can protect them from because I won't be with them always. What I try to tell them is I talk to them. I show them what to do, what not to do. Even though certain things I feel like I shouldn't have to tell my son how to react when the police pulls us over. For me, I feel like that's unnecessary because everybody doesn't have to do it. Only our, only us, only black people, black men. But I feel like I, in order to, in order to keep him safe, I got to show him, show them these things. I got to show them what to do and what not to do. My biggest thing is I try to be an example. Like, like, cause I know that I'm not going to always be here. So who I was to them and who I was around them and who I was, even when I wasn't with them to me should be a guide on how they should be. If they say my dad, my dad was honest with me. My dad never lied to me. My dad was always good to people. He held a door for people, even though the little small things, I feel like who I am as a person should be a guide for them on how they are to be to the next people. And I always tell my son, no matter, we were actually talking about uh, a certain individual and, and, and that person wronged me, right? And then, and then my son said, Daddy, why you still be nice to this person? And he didn't get it. And I said, son, it don't matter what they do. It only ma- God only going to judge me on what I do. And that's how I see the world. It don't, it don't matter how they hate me. I can't hate them because if I hate them, then I'm no better than them. Right. So that's how I try to view my life. That's how I live. Like, I can't worry about what they feel and how they feel. Even if they don't, even if they don't like me, they, you don't even know who I am. But you're hating me because of what you think I am. And what you think I am has no bearing on who I know I am. Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. So, um, yeah, and I think it's just as hard for us women as well. Um, Right. But it's just it just hit me a little different because we're talking about men right now. And I know that in a lot of cases, um, you all just have a lot worse than even the black women. So, but, you know, we deal with our own things as well now. But just I know, I agree. you know and just that retrospect i just wanted to just get your feedback um 
what I can't handle, God can. That was, That's how I view it. Oh, I almost started dating. <laughs> Look now. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. What I can't do, God can. I love it. So before we go, this this has been a really good episode. Um, I didn't want to pick your brain too much, but I did have one <laughs> last question before we go. Okay. Um, okay. Is there any advice you would like to give a young man that has not found Christ yet? Or skeptical about the whole religion thing. You know, a lot of people don't. Um, they say they believe in God, but they don't believe in the re- religion. So, is there any advice that you would give to a young man that's just trying to find his way, trying to figure out, trying to grow closer to God in his own way? Uh, don't listen to people. Listen to what you feel. Like for me, finding God was about finding what was comfortable to me because what's comfortable and what fulfills me won't fulfill everybody else. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong where they listen to people. Well, God going to do this for you and he can do that for you. And, but until you experience that for yourself, you don't really know what God will do. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of misconception comes from when people try to tell you who God is. God is different for everybody. God, my God ain't the same as your God because who my God is to me may not be who God is to you. He don't need to be there for you because it's things that I struggle with that you won't. So if it's a person that's listening and that, that they, they, they may be looking for God. And if you seek him, he'll, he'll come to you. You ain't got to do all the work by yourself. That's the one good, great thing about God. Like you ain't got to, like, you ain't got to go all the way to God. God will meet you halfway. God even come all the way. Sometimes if he wants you that bad, you know, if if it's something that he's trying to bring you out of, be comfortable be comfortable with, with asking God. One thing that I struggle with is asking God for help. I'm, I'm bad at that. I still struggle with that right now in direction. Ask God for help. Don't listen to people and do what's comfortable to you. That's right. And everything else will figure, and everything else will, will, will figure itself out. And yeah, and I totally agree with that. And I love the advice that you gave them on Tate. The only thing I would just say on, in addition to that is just do things at your own pace. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, just do things on your own time. I know we don't have forever and we don't know when we're going to leave here, but you do want to make sure that um, it's, it's happening um, organically. Like you have your own right. relationship with him and it's not forceful. Um, right. Now we do set the tone as mothers and grandmothers and things like that. And sometimes um, fathers as well um, with right. starting the foundation of bringing the children to church. So right. that's our role. However, you still have to develop your own relationship so i would just say don't you know of course it's just you know when it's time when the time is right to, to get to that right. point so just right. but the advice that you gave them is really really good Lante. i really appreciate one, that one one last thing um I, I would also tell uh the young man um that it's certain things that that you can't take from yourself like it's certain things that you're going to struggle with only god can take because if you can take everything from yourself, you can take all your urges away or you can take all the sin that you've been doing and you've accumulated over time. Then what good will God be? Some things only God can get the glory from. And that's one thing that I had to learn. Like most of the things that I struggle with, this person that I, I thought was trying to teach me to write, he said, well, you do this and God going to take it away and God going to take it away. And what God had to show me is this certain thing that you're going to struggle with. I'm going to let you keep it because I got to sustain you in that thing that thing is going to be what's going to keep you coming after me because if i take it away from you you're not going to serve me like i need you to Woo, woo! got a little chills when you said that. i love that <laughs> i love that <laughs> what the, oh man 
Well, I totally agree with everything you said. Man, this was so insightful, Lante. It was. Um, it was. I knew it was going to be a good topic, but no, I was going to say thank you so much for taking out the time to come on today. Um, I appreciate you so much. You just don't even know how much I appreciate you for, um, you know, opening up your schedule and your availability for this podcast and this purpose. Um, you know, man, I, I really, really appreciate you. I appreciate your perspective on things, and I love to have you back in the near future. Man, I, I anytime you want me on, I, I'm here. I'm available. Thank you so much for for having me on today, man. I really appreciate it. I, I think I needed those things that I said for myself, and also just this conversation. Yes, we always do, right? You know, we never know Absolutely. how much we need the conversation until we have it, but we know that God put places in, in our hearts for a reason, but we don't even know that reason ourselves until until we see sometimes, that finish line sometimes, right? Because this Absolutely. was a lot. This was like very refreshing for me. So thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening. You know, you, you're here with us once again. You don't, you know, you could be listening to a, a million other podcasts doing a million other things, but you came again to listen to what we have to say. We definitely appreciate you. Um, feel free to email me at slwithcp at gmail.com if you have any topics you would like to hear us talk about. And thank you once again for joining us on another episode of Speaking Life with Kania P. We will see you.